Perfect Talk is what it do. It's your guy DJ Playboy back with another episode of the Perfect Talk podcast, but it's the Halloween edition. Yeah, that's right. Happy Halloween, everybody out there. Be safe trick-or-treating. On this episode, we got to talk about Kim Kardashian. She got a male nanny to watch her kids. What's going on out there? Also, Jonathan Majors, his ex-girlfriend, was charged with assault, but charges were quickly dropped. Also, The Rock got a wax figure out there in France, but it's looking less like Dwayne Rock Johnson and more like Vin Diesel. Little Wayne got one too looking crazy out here and also we got to talk about the FDA putting a ban on hair straightener because it's making people sick out on these streets man we got to talk about that and what it's doing to the community happy Halloween it's perfect talk baby what's good y'all it's your man DJ Playboy back with another episode of the perfect talk podcast and I'm in the building usually rocking solo dolo but not this week I'm back with my dog my guy my partner Spec, what it do, brother? Yes, sir. It was good, man. Happy to be back on the show. What's going on, man? Happy Halloween. It's that time of year. It's that time of year. <laughs> Couple your, more days. Your, your little one, uh, is he trick-or-treating age yet or nah? Nah, yeah. He's been trick-or-treating the past couple years. Okay. I don't take him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't participate in those festivities. It's a lot this time of year, bro. It's like, uh, I think we've done two Halloween events and it's not even... The day of yet, you we know what I'm saying? We got mad flyers for like five different events, <laughs> all before Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Like, nah, <laughs> I'm not mad at it, bro, because I remember uh, there was a point when I was like, damn, what am I... You know when my kid was... There was a point where she was too young to do anything. I really enjoyed it. And then it was like, we were transitioning to like, she was hearing about it, so she was getting excited. And I'm like, what the hell are we going to do? Like, <laughs> I'm looking at... And now I'm like, we got too many activities to do. Like, it is it's too much. And, and I feel like... You got to get your kid multiple costumes because then you can't social media stunt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't show up the costume before Halloween and everybody debuting there as a Halloween. So I feel like you got to hit the, you got to have like an alternate, like a B, yeah. and then you, you bring out the A one on, on the day. Yeah, Aaron got, um he got two only because the first one that he got is too bulky. Like, he's having a, um, a class party. Okay. And the costume that he has is too bulky. What is it? For him. It's like a alien. It looks like an alien is carrying him. So it's like this big two looks like two different two people. Yeah. And so I think I see okay. I see some he can't like be that. in class because he can't even sit down or anything <laughs> yeah. or nothing like that. So that's so that's the trick or treating one. That's the trick or treating one. Okay. And then what's the what's the class you class? And one then he's gonna... a ninja. Ninja for the, for yeah, the class she, one. She did the dragon queen or something like that, but then she done went and bought a tiara. She done made her own thing, home <laughs> remix. I'm like, hey, if, if you love if you like it, I love it. That's you know right. what I mean? Um I'm I'm a multiple costume guy, you know what I'm saying? Which is funny. But like if I gotta take her to these things, I wanna rock a mask right. or something like that. And I was like, you know, I gotta break it out the night. You know what I'm saying? I gotta have some costume changes. I can't even remember the last time I dressed up for Halloween. <laughs> I was never into I was never a fan of Halloween at all. I was never really into I thought it was I'm trying to if he, if I even did it in college. I find it hard to believe that I didn't dress up at least once, but knowing me. I feel like we not. went out. Around Halloween, I, mean, I don't know we if we dressed up. Went yeah, out. yeah, yeah, but I don't know if we were part of the dress up. Right. You didn't have to. You didn't have to really dress up to like get into a party or anything right. like that. So now, nah, but now that I do it with, with my kid, I definitely um I'm rocking the multiple costumes. I'm trying to just do it as I don't know. I'm trying to enjoy the festivities. You know what I mean? Do it. So with that being said, let me throw on my my costume for this year. You know what I'm saying? Have you been rocking out? Hold on, I'm about to drop my mic. <laughs> Have you been rocking out with us since last last? You've been here for over a year, rocking out with Perfect Talk, right? I don't know if it's been a year. Uh, nah, I, it had to be because we started maybe? like last summer. I feel like really, I want to say yeah because I feel like 
I remember barbecues I thought it that was weren't this past summer. But I could be bugging. <laughs> yeah, I could. Nah, definitely has to be over a year. Because I, I remember making covers and thumbnails, and it was like over mm. probably a year ago. But, um... That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think if we was doing this last Halloween or not, but but let's let's kick it off the right way. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And rock it, you know what I'm saying? With some cops. So I got my Batman, you know what I'm saying, mask on. Let me see what we got for Spec back here. Spec hasn't seen this yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to debut it. Oh, is that the... In the brown paper bag. In the brown paper. <laughs> see what we got. It's hard to breathe in this bag. <laughs> okay. Right, wait, wait, wait. Before you show, wait, wait. before you show, hit him, hit him with a little impression. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know who I am. Hit him with the macho, macho man. man. I don't know if you gotta cut. If you gotta cut that out. Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> macho man was that dude. Uh, right? Throwback. <laughs> Throwback and what? Ultimate Warrior. I was gonna say uh, Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man. I don't know who this girl, Sasha Banks. She must be new. Yeah, she definitely. Yeah. Is. She, definitely <laughs> is. she black? Nah, she look exotic. Uh, I, I know Ric Flair' daughters are pretty big deal now. Oh yeah, yeah. I like her. Hit him with the Macho Man. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> cream of the crop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Okay. He ready to podcast that's now. That's what, what I'm saying. <laughs> he ready to podcast yes, now. Yes, sir. Yo, I haven't seen Spec in a while, man. Catching up with Spec. Let's go, brother. <laughs> um, this is a personal one, though, man. I was I was saving this story the next time I seen you. So one day I was driving around. It was it was it was a point I want to say right before like school started and fall started where I was in the repair shop with my car. You know, sometimes just be back to back things. It don't yeah. be nothing particular, but it just be something happening. And um I remember I had just gotten like the radiator, the whole heating joint fixed. Um and I'm driving and I'm hearing sounds. I'm hearing it sounding like I'm kicking up rocks and they was doing all types of construction out here. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, maybe it's just I'm going over the construction stuff and the rocks are getting stuck. Um, but I, but you know, you could tell something up, but you're kind of talking yourself out of it. Right. So yeah, that's what I was doing for like a few weeks. <laughs> Long story short. I'm just hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> so then my daughter starts school, right? And you know, I'm, I'm picking her up off the bus. Um, and I, I drove my car one day to get off the bus and this dude, random dude, I seen him before. I seen him a couple times fixing like his car or, or just fixing cars. And I remember particularly thinking in my head the way he, he picked a bad spot to do it. It was like dangerous. Right. And I'm like, yo, my man's wilding out. He risking it all just to, you know what I'm saying, do some car repairs. Um, so he had like got my attention. And he says, yo, you got something under your car. And I'm like, oh, okay. That, now it all makes sense. The sounds I've been hearing, da 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 da. But I'm like, what I got under my car? He can't really tell me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's got uh, he, he, Latino. So he's got a, like an accent, you know what I'm saying? And he's, you know, he's like, yeah, you got like like plastic, you know what I'm saying? It was um, come to find out it was the heat shield, you okay. know what I'm saying? But he's like, yeah, you know, you got plastic or something out of there. And he's like, let me show you, let me show you. And like he jacks the car up, you know what I mean? And and, and he shows me. So then he's like, I can fix it for you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like, uh, give me thirty dollars, I can fix it for you, right? And then he, so we on you, you just drove on my block, so you know how it is. Uh, right here, you know, there's like a busier street yep. going that way, and this is like the calmer of the two. 
So we on the comma of the two. He come, he's like, pull over to the corner, pull over on this block, <laughs> on this corner, right? And I'm in my head like, well, we right, why would that why? be here? Yeah, right <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got a nice good spot where I pulled over to begin with. But I'm like, all right, cool. And he's talking, and you know, I'm trying to explain this in the most PC kind of way. But you know, like it's somebody from a different country, mm-hmm. English, not their first language. Mm-hmm. So they their English is broken, right. and they, you know pronounce the way they pronounce the words, a little mumbled and everything. But then I'm starting to pick up his mannerisms is kind of little like blank man. Okay, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm I'm like, oh, is that's not his accent I'm hearing? That's how he's pronouncing the. But he, he English is a second language. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. combine that with with a yeah. little bit of blank man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm picking up on all these things as 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 it's going on. And you know your your guts start talking to you. Yeah, yeah. So my girl had come down because my like I said, my kid was coming off the bus. So my girl came down to get my kid. And then I was like, yo, um, run back to the crib, bring me back $30 so I could, you know, pay my man. So he could do what he's doing. But so he he pulls it on the corner, he jacks it up. But this is I just school buses are coming. You know what I'm saying? It's that time of day. Right, busy. Yeah, my man, right there on the busy street, jacking it up, like, dude. And I'm just like, yo, bro, I, I got a, a parking lot <laughs> where we could take this to. And you know what I'm saying? But he, you know, what I'm saying? he he kind of like fast talking, like, yo, no, nah, I got you, I got you. We gonna, I'm gonna get you out of here, Poppy. Da, 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 da. And then he just, yo, yo. And then it was finally at one point where he had did something. And I'm like, yo, he's going to die out here, and I was going to be on my watch. And I was like, yo, yo. No, no, it was, you know what it was? He was like, he, he pulled it up, and he was like, yo, I could, all I got to do is, like, zip tie it. Because I think that's all they do, even when I took it to the mechanic. They just zip tie it back up mm-hmm. to make sure it doesn't come back down or whatever. But he couldn't find his zip ties. And he started kind of, like, getting nervous. <laughs> and like, so, like, his man, he was going back and forth. He was looking, he's like, just wait, just wait, just wait. And I was like, yo, I was like, yo. I will. Pay, I'm gonna pay you the thirty that I would have paid you to do it. Just, just bring my car down. <laughs> just, you know what I'm saying? Just bring my car down. And he was like, "You sure?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Just bring it. I got. I was like, "I got a. I got a. I got a mechanic." You know what I'm saying? Like, so I gave. I gave him the thirty because you know why? I didn't feel bad paying it. Um, I wouldn't. I'm sure other people seen it and nobody said nothing to me. Right. You know, I didn't know what the hell was going on. But I was like, "Yo, find this fee." You know what I'm saying? You let me know. But I'm good on the repair, bro. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent good on the repair. Let me get this tree branch holding shit up. Yo, my <laughs> man, yo, it was. I think he would have if I, if it would have came down to it, I would he would have did a good job. But it was one of them times where you got to listen to your gut. Yeah, your yeah. gut done told. You know what I'm saying? And I, this too, I'm I'm turning forty next year. I can't not listen to my gut at this point <laughs> in my life. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, nah, this ain't gonna work out. He gonna he might fuck something up. You know what I'm saying? I got nothing. I got nothing to to, to show and prove that it was him. Right. Da, 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 da. I was like, nah, just bring it. You know what I mean? Like it was, it's all good, bro. But uh, that shit was just really. It was an example of uh, trust your gut. <laughs> trust your gut because you fuck around and and you find yourself in a position, man. But um, That's too. what we got going on this week, spec? We got let's take it to pick a spotlight story, man. That's, okay. That's when I take a story in the news. Might be the biggest story. Might be a little story and shine some light on it. This one was, you know, it was a little one with a big star, <laughs> and that star is uh. Kim Noel Kardashian, you know what I'm saying? You know the billion dollar lady herself, came out, I, I'm assuming this was on the show, the Hulu show that they got going on, Um, came out and said that she wants what's known as a manny to be a male influence to the kids in the house. So that's a male nanny. Oh, okay, yeah, a manny. A manny, I got you, you got okay. me, yeah. Not a female nanny, but specifically wants it to be a male nanny because she wants to make sure that she has 
that male influence. She says, uh, it's really hard for me to be strict and to discipline a lot. My parents weren't strict at all, and sometimes because I'm really busy, it'd be amazing if I had a partner who would tap me out and take over and handle it. But, you know, it can't happen like that. Um, and then she said her household is, uh, and even her family is very female-dominated. Uh, so she recently hired a Manny. I really wanted a male around that would be picking them up and taking them to sports. And I was scared out of my mind to tell their dad that. So, like, knee-jerk reaction is, like... <laughs> Trying to get some D. trying to get some maybe that right maybe that it just i think kim kardashian because of how famous she is you get all her thoughts in these clips and headlines Mm -hmm. and you can really paint her to sound like the dumbest person ever on earth because when i heard it i'm like who goes i would never trust a random dude to watch my i wouldn't honestly you might be the only dude i think i would trust to watch my kid mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what i mean like you're kind of like family right. you know what i'm saying at this point but even it just i can just never imagine purpose like i would have to like be in a situation where like i'm in a jam nobody else around to watch a kid you gotta now, really but would trust you hire person. a nanny i would always go out of my way to find a female okay okay, okay uh, every okay. time 100 percent. it's just i just feel like uh, you just setting your kid up for molestation, just uh, setting them up with a dude. You know what I'm saying? It's just because you, I don't feel like you hear that about female. You have maybe teachers, female teachers doing it, but I don't think you really hear about like these babysitters. And in my head, if I ever hear about like a I'm male, I'm sure they do it, but you don't hear uh, about it. As right, much. right, yeah, right. It's not but, reported. I mean, yet. it's not probably something that happens too often, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like yeah, if you go out of your way and get a male, yeah, nanny, it's, it's just it's different. You're asking for it, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't. Not the, I think males are good. Like, and I think I took more time and thought about what she said, and I was like, I kind of get it, because in my head I was like, just why wouldn't you just have Kanye do that? Like Kanye. Well, he's not around. I would assume. I don't think he's all right in the head either. And I, both and I, of those things. Yeah, dude. and I think they've come to terms with that on their own terms. You know what I'm saying? Because in my head, I'm like, well, he's not not allowed to be around the kids, so it's like, why wouldn't you want him to kind of be that? But he's not there all the time. Right, obviously. so it sounds like this is like an everyday type yeah, of thing that exactly. she's looking for. And his, who knows what his availability is in terms right. of that. But it just seems like... So I get where she's coming from. But it's like, I don't want the nanny to discipline my kid. But that's what I was just about to go <laughs> out. Like, what she stated, like, is one thing when your partner is in the household yeah. and, you know, you you know tap you out, I'm going to take over, I'm going to put these kids in their place. It's their kid. Right, it's their kid. <laughs> but... I mean, I in this instance, I don't know that I really see the benefit of having the male because I'm sure she doesn't really want this male disciplining her children, and um and so I don't know what real purpose he serves. How hard could he go in? It's a conflict of interest, right? That's (laughs) I don't want to get fired. I'm sure she's paying him well. He can't discipline like Like, he disciplines his kids. So and that's the purpose. You want that male influence that would discipline. And her kids are old enough that they know he ain't gonna do nothing to me. He'll probably the little one is wild. Yeah, (laughs) Saint, I think that's his name or something like that. Yo, he don't care about the cameras. He like yo, I run the show. Cameras on, cameras off. Oh really? Yeah, he be flipping. He be flipping off the cameras, paparazzi and all like. You know what I'm saying? So, but I don't know if a nanny's gonna correct that. He's gonna walk all no. over that dude. <laughs> for sure. You know what I'm saying? And then and then you gotta worry about is this dude doing it for clout? Is this dude doing it to get at Kim? Right. To get close to Kim. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it it's a weird precedent, but as someone in the same position who I share a kid with someone who I don't know is necessarily the best person 
um, to teach them all the, the the rules and you know what I mean rights from wrongs and everything of life. She might feel the same way, and maybe she's tired of jumping in relationships or even asking her date whoever uh, whoever she's dating at the time to fall into that role. Right, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? So it was easy, like knee jerk reaction to kind of get at her, but. I get where the need comes from. It's just, I don't know if that's the place to find it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Because it, it's literally, like, I mean, I don't know. I, it doesn't, in my mind, I don't see how it works. I get what she's trying to do. I just don't see how it really works. Uh, but, uh, and I guess kind of. Because kids cool aren't it. stupid. They, they, they know that you ain't, you ain't going to do nothing to me. I ain't <laughs> listening to you. No, but I guess Kanye's cool with it from this article I'm looking at. And people, I guess Kanye played basketball with him. And he's seen, um. The the I guess the kid the son Saint kind of like uh I, while they, I had an interaction with the nanny and he goes to the the nanny and he says hey if you're gonna help raise my son because uh, I guess he handed the ball really easily to him he said don't do it like that have him get it himself you know what I'm saying it's some of the rules that he would want so Kanye's trying to you know what I'm saying at least put the the the, the ground rules down but yeah it's a weird precedent to, yeah. to ever even a stepdad situation is weird so I think I'm who is this guy he's like why are you here why are you <laughs> <laughs> right, and, and the stepdad lives there. It makes and, more and sense that's still for a stepdad. Weird, yeah, but, exactly. You know, yeah. so a random. Got, this is, he an employee. Why, <laughs> why is he talking right now? You know what I'm saying? But it was just something I think is is, is, is a conversation piece or something. And I, Interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I want to see how it works out. Cause, and also, I think she thinks that a male is going to be great for her son. I think she has two sons, right? So, But I think a male is also maybe even more beneficial to daughters. You know what I'm saying? In terms of, like, how you'd want a male to treat your, your daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, just being that male influencer to, to keep her away from knuckleheads and, and guys that have the bad juju. It goes for both um, sexes, male and female. Like, um, in terms, like, the dad. I, I think both parents are important, period. 100%. In their, in their own way. Um, and so, you know, just as important a, a dad is for a girl, a, certainly it is a dad for a son as well. Yeah, but we could, we see, we, we're gonna, we obviously gonna see because they're gonna keep showing us, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the life of the Kardashians. I'm sure they're gonna have a spinoff with the kids and all that. But uh, let's take it to my favorite segment right now, Spec. Man, we haven't done this in a minute, but it's called Have You Heard? I take headlines in the news and I see if my guy Spec has heard. You might have heard. Let's about do this, it, brother. <laughs> You might have heard about this one, man. It was an off-duty pilot trying to take control of a plane on Alaska Airlines. I believe it was a flight that was flying, I want to say, to San Francisco from Washington. Oh yeah, from Washington God. State. Uh, Joseph Emerson, 44-year-old gentleman, was sitting in what's known as the jump seat, where I think a lot of like off-duty pilots sometimes will ride. Catch a, you know, right. if you're trying to catch a ride somewhere, you'll ride with uh, two working pilots that are on duty. And uh, my man, just out of nowhere... You know, they said it was regular conversation. He was just like, yo, I'm not okay. And then reached up for like some fire uh, yeah. pull. I think it was like a fire extinguisher pull, which cuts fuel off to the engine. You know, like in case there was a fire in the engine, right. that will stop it from feeding the fuel. And I think he kind of got it a little bit, but they kind of subdued him. Right. So he couldn't complete it and they were able to get it back in the position they needed it to be. Um, you know, wrestled with him for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He, he kind of calmed down. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Good. They got him out. The, they got him out the cockpit. You like you can't ride in the cockpit no more, dog. He goes like, "Tells the flight." He was like, "Yo, you probably should cuff me to the flight attendant." Um, I think they said he went the rest of the flight without incident. Yeah. 
until I think they started landing, he tried to go for the emergency exit latch. Uh-huh. And a flight attendant stopped him from doing that also. Um, gets on the ground, you know, talks to the cops. Come to find out, he took mushrooms. Oh, so they, they released? Okay. Well, this is his, this is his what he said. Okay. By his own admission. Um, so he took mushrooms 48 hours earlier. Mushrooms don't stay in your system. Well, damn. Okay. That's all. Yeah. Say, 48 hours. <laughs> 48 hours. Mushrooms you took. But, but they say sometimes the residual effects could be the same way, like a hangover. You could sometimes feel the, maybe the depression or the letdown or the mm-hmm. come down for like days after. But this gentleman also suffered from depression. I think he said he recently lost a friend mm-hmm. and he was sad from it. Um, but it was just an interesting story because when you first heard about it, you're like, what the hell going on? You, every time you hear about something going on in the air, you know what right. I'm saying? You're like, what the hell going on? And then as more and more facts came out about this, you were like, yo, that's interesting. Like, and then I think for me, this is crazy on some synchronicity type shit. I, I, I'm interested kind of in mushrooms a little bit. Like, uh, I, I'm not opposed to having an experience with mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really, like, th- you know, doing, like thinking about it and looking into it. And then this happened. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Maybe I got to stick to what I know. You know what I'm saying? Cause, but, but I, I mean, that's, that's what happens with psychedelics. You know what I'm saying? That's right. something you hear about. Like, um, people have great experiences with it. And then sometimes people have pre-existing things that are triggered right. by doing it. And, and True. they can get stuck with it. So it is always a risk. You know what I'm saying? That's why I like... Uh, you seen Jada Pinkett doing her, her press tour this past week and everybody talking about how she was bashing Will but something that I'd seen from it was she said the use of ayahuasca mm-hmm. uh, was great for her she should feel like it helped her um, on a healing path but she was very careful to say it ain't for everybody and you probably you need to do it a professional cause it ain't just do it at your crib you know what I'm saying right. it, ain't, it ain't no recreational drug or nothing like that but um, I, if I'm not mistaken mushrooms are legal in I think Colorado right I want to say, and I, I might not be the only. They're state. illegal some places. They are most places. They're oh, illegal. okay. I yeah. didn't even know that. I didn't know that they were illegal. Yeah, no. I want to say Colorado uh, legalized mushrooms in the past year, and I, I see that spreading because there's like a, a microdosing is very popular. Right. That's where you get like the small amounts. Yeah, but it, 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 they still have some great effects mm-hmm. in terms of microdosing. So people tend to do that also. But, Wait, uh, but how? I mean, they sell. Obviously, there's different type of mushrooms, but they sell mushrooms. Like, what part of the mushroom is illegal? So, because uh, they sell mushrooms, obviously, in stores. Yeah, yeah. Well, magic mushrooms, if I'm not mistaken, comes from cow dung. It's fungus that grows on mm. cow dung. If I, I, mean, I could be totally wrong, but don't take my word in. But the uh, the thing inside of it is called uh, psilocybin, right? That's that's the chemical. Yeah, that gives you the psychedelic effect. And, um, basically I think this guy said he was up for 48 out 40 hours. So he took the mushrooms, must've slept for eight hours. And then for the next 40 hours, he was awake. So a doctor was saying the mix of silo, psilocybin of his existing depression and then the sleep deprivation was probably a perfect storm for what he experienced. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, like, uh, it, there's a lot of things that where I remember as a child, just thinking of mushrooms and the way we looked at it. And I was, it just seemed crazy. And now to see, like, that's something that people are using as actual therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, MDMA is another one that, that is a, a popular therapy. Um, and that's also, a therapy now? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, uh, they, you, if you do it under the care of a doctor, you know what I'm saying? They, they'll get administered to you and then, you know, they watch you and make mm-hmm. sure you don't have to have. But a lot of people, like, do it, like, to connect with their partner. You know, like, what do you maybe, mean when you say connect? 
With, well, like so, like let's say you had to go to couples therapy and you kind of felt like you guys uh, were drifting away. Okay. They use it as a way to kind of. From what I hear from these experiences, this, they kind of take you out of this realm that we are in and you feel more connected to nature. Like I even heard the story of the dude recently. They were doing a because they, they were doing studies on this and this guy was like a uh, KKK member. Mm-hmm. And during the study, they gave him MDMA and he he like left the study early or something like that and left a note behind. He was like, this experience has changed me. Um but it was really cryptic. They didn't quite know what he meant and what he didn't like go into explanation. So I think he just left and they felt like because of the letter that they had to follow basically because he might go shoot something up or something. Like while he's talking about it changed him. And he was like, I was a lifetime racist. I was a lifetime KKK member. Well, not lifetime, but you know what I'm saying? Most right, of my right. adult life, a KKK member. And um, this has totally changed my outlook. I feel way more connected to just humans. Now, I don't even see that stuff anymore. He's like, I, I see how silly that is. I see how stupid the conflicts that we have are. So it's like, I mean, it's, it's hippie drugs. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's, it makes people like love each other. You know what I'm saying? But we lived in a government that had monetary reasons for wanting to keep those type of things down. But now right? is, does he f- have these feelings now while off of M- M- ecstasy essentially? I think the way he explained it is it changed him. Yeah. He's not, he hasn't gone back. Now, I don't know about three months later, six months later, you know what right, I'm saying? Okay. But. Cause I, you know, I mean, I hear things like that. You take Molly or something like that, and then you might be riding on a wave of it for a couple months. You know? Right? Because yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I get, like you know, and then you take the drug, you yeah. connect, and all of that. But then what happens I think, once it's out your system? I think what I hear with like ayahuasca too, and these experiences, are oh, they change you? You're not the same person you were before. Like I think Paul McCarthy or uh, or John Lennon. I want to say maybe Paul McCarthy says his life. He looks at his life as before and after taking LSD. Like it's just not the same life anymore. He he was living mm-hmm. in in his mind. So you know what I mean. Like that's the scary thing with it, though. I I don't want anything to change me or anything like that. But I think when a lot of people get or like a lot of people take ayahuasca and maybe they'll be atheists and they'll they'll come back and they'll be like, no, there's a god. I'm just curious, mm-hmm. like. I would love to talk to like one of these people. We should have them on the podcast, definitely. Yeah, we should interview one like, of them. Like, you know, what was going on in your life that, you know, you felt the need mm-hmm. and then you know, how did that, you know, help you like really change? Cuz I just for me it's like, okay, I I go to sleep one person and then I wake up a completely different person. Yeah, no, it, it, it sounds crazy, or it sounds it's, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out, and so, or it sounds like you might just revert back to what you were eventually, like it'll fade off, fade away. Or was it just in your mind? Mm. I heard things too, like, and I've heard this about ayahuasca and mushrooms. Like, so for instance, let's say you have any kind of doubts about your relationship, and you do it with your mate, mm-hmm. you'll come, and you might come back like, "Yo, we're not meant to be together," but no hard feelings. Like, I'm not hurt by it. She's not hurt by it. We were on this experience, and it showed us where this is going this ain't the right mm. thing and they'll be cool with it you know what i'm saying they'll be they'll be just good good about it so it's just like i think it really helps you to connect i want to say in, in other cultures mm. not, obviously not in modern american culture but in, in way back i think drugs were a big part of oh yeah, yeah for sure for sure i mean you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so i think now we're just kind of seeing like all right they're looking at drugs in the sense of like the class A's and the class B's like, all right, we put that in there for this and that reason, but now we should reevaluate. You see what we right. all over the country. And I think mushrooms are on the next wave, but it is still something you gotta be careful with. It is still something you gotta know what you're doing. Like you can take too much of anything. Right. We, you can, we can take too much gummies 
the weed gummies and be bugging the fuck out. You know what right. I'm saying? So it is something you always gotta be careful. But this is this is one of those stories you hear about. You know what I'm saying? Where it doesn't go the way he planned. And I also think you're not supposed to really take. And I would tell anybody this for alcohol with weed. I don't think you're supposed to take that stuff when you're really going through something. Like, I've only used substances to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I won't say I won't use them for stress relief. I'd be lying if I oh, said no, that. Oh, no, I lie. <laughs> you know they're stress reliever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not like someone died and then I'm going to take a substance thinking that it's going to get right, me right, back right. to A. It's not. You know what I'm saying? You're going to still have those feelings on you. And then now you got this other thing in your system now that could throw, throw your whole balance off. So. Right. It definitely is something. This is one of those uh, cautionary tales that we see. I mean, we heard about him as kids, and now we, you know, we see the experience. And it could have killed eight, eighty-something people. He's charged with eighty-three felony counts of attempted murder, eighty-three counts of reckless endangerment, yeah. one count of endangering the aircraft. Ain't He's no. lucky he didn't get terrorist charges. He better plead insanity or something, otherwise he ain't seeing the light of day. <laughs> Spet, have you heard? Now this next story, I'm not even gonna lie, I take a personal responsibility to, especially when it's black men um, who are discussed in the news. If you're accused of something and we make noise about it, I got to make the same amount of noise if you get acquitted. Mm-hmm. And even if you're not acquitted, when there's news and when there's uh, new things that we find out about the story, I got to report it also. And this was Jonathan Majors. We, uh, you remember a couple months ago, his ex-girlfriend <clears throat> accused him of domestic abuse of some sort. Right. Um, I think he struck her. She said she accused him of striking her um, and choking her or something like that. She was brought in on charges this week. She oh, had really? A, yeah, she had nice. a dust appearance. Her name is Grace Jabari, and she was uh, put under arrest by the NYPD after responding to a, de- a desk appearance um, thing. But it looks as if prosecutors are not going to move forward in her case. After uh, she was briefly put under arrest by the NYPD on Wednesday and charged a misdemeanor assault, and criminal mischief. Um, and this is in connection with the Jonathan Majors? I think it's the same night. Okay. So it's basically he, almost he say, she say. So she accused him and then he's like, ah, oh, she she hit me. Da, da, da. So they're going to dismiss his too then, right? It don't sound like it. It uh-huh. sounds like they think his is more serious, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Or she's give, they've given her a reason to not want to. Basically, I'll read what it says. The Manhattan District Attorney Office has officially declined to prosecute the case against Grace Javari because it lacks prosecutorial prosecutorial merit. The matter is now closed and sealed, said Doug, Doug Cohen, a press secretary for the prosecutor's office. So what'd they arrest her for? Probably because Jonathan Major says, I want her, I want to press charges. Ah, okay. <laughs> which is crazy. Which is like, just, well, I'm sure she, in order for them to say, okay, she must have had to have done something, but it's just, it doesn't it's not worth their the time, level, though. Right. They don't feel like, yeah. Also, I think they know in domestic disputes, maybe that's quite common for him to be like, no, she hit me. You know what I mean? So maybe that's just like, to placate him, they were like, all right, we'll, we'll arrest her. But it doesn't look like the district attorney. And you know the district attorney and the police, they're obviously working together. So. Right. Yeah. Um, attorneys for uh, Jonathan Major still maintain that Grace Jabari was the uh, aggressor during the fight, which began after Jabari saw a text message on Major's phone that said, wish I was kissing you right now and tried to snatch the devices from his hands to see who sent it. Uh, her arrest came Wednesday after three months, uh, three months after police opened an investigation into Jabari play, based on a cross-complaint filed by majors. So like I said, it's nothing really particularly interesting, but it's something I want to, I feel a personal responsibility that we got to update you on everything that's going on with this case because 
people were screaming from the rooftops when it was like, oh, Jonathan Bates is going down. And I want to make sure people are screaming if he is acquitted or found innocent in this. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see how it goes. But not looking great. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, you know, they just, he gets acquitted. That's hopefully. We'll see what happens, man. Spec, have you heard? You ever walk into like a, your mom ever take you to like a hair salon? Or you ever had to like drop your girl or pick, you give something to your girl in a hair salon? Mm-hmm. What's the first thing that you notice that like in a hair salon? Senses. The smell. The smell. <laughs> Could be all these fine women around. Your eyes don't see them. <laughs> Could be all this dope music playing. Your ears don't, but that smell. Right. As soon as you hear it, it's like, how would you describe it? Um, I mean, some places worse than others, but it's Chemi- not a place that I want. Yeah, chemical. Like a chemical like, smell. Yeah. It's not something you want to hang out. In. Right. Um, come to find out, and I seen this earlier this month. It's something I want to discuss with you. The FDA is proposing a ban on hair relaxers with formaldehyde due to cancer concerns. So a lot of black women uh use what's known as hair relaxers. Um, you know, some that they feel they want that appearance. They. You know, depending on you know your personal preference, you like the natural look. You might want the relaxed look. Um, what's a funny thing that I heard from? I think the Chris. Remember Chris Rock had the movie Good Hair. Yeah, he did for his daughters. I think I want to say Paul Mooney said. Um, they call it relaxer because uh, when you walk into a job interview, like with, with it, it makes white people relax. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, I can't hold you. That's that's not a bad line. <laughs> But uh, basically, they're saying that they there are definite links to hair relaxer and cancer. It's crazy. Yeah, there's a woman who's suing um, a company right now. I want to say maybe her name is uh, Kylie Butler. So she remembers using them since she was five years old and uh, had to get what it, a hysterectomy, basically, mm. because of the type of cancer that she got. Um they said that 1.6 women who never use hair straight 1.64% of women who never use hair straighteners might develop uterine cancer or will. You know, 1.6%. He said um and that would go by the age of 70. But for frequent users, so people who've been using hair relaxers since they were like a kid, mm-hmm. you know a lot of like young girls their parents were taking them, that risk goes up to 4.05%. Mm-hmm. So it almost triples, you know what I mean? Um the FDA is continuing to generate questions about the dangers of formaldehyde and the risk association with, associated with the highly toxic chemical in hair straightening products. Well, that is crazy, bro. Like, I, you know, was, I never really wanted to do that to my daughter's hair. It just always seemed very unnatural. Like, I don't even like using the... Uh, Hot comb? Yeah. Not even... What's uh, the, the, the one that clamps? Curling iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the straight, there's a straightener too, right? I think yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. a flat one. Yeah. Um, I don't like because I feel like you just you're heating up the hair. You're like, but but well, at that least, one isn't as bad. No, yeah, that's just physically, like yeah, yeah what you're doing to it. This is chemical that's right. getting not only getting into that hair, but now it's getting in their body. Yeah. And that's nutty, bro. Um, and then what really made me not even the people that's getting it on the hair. What about the people that's doing that like three times a day? Well, I mean, I, they always wear gloves, but I mean, but they're breathing it in. They are breathing it yeah. in. So, and they say, well, I mean, sometimes it gets on your skin. They say sometimes it could cause a, ra- a rash. Mm-hmm. They said some of the uh, effects of the formaldehyde could cause watery eyes, burning sensation in the eyes, nose, and throat, coughing, wheezing, nausea, and skin irritation. Um, it could cause allergic dermatitis, an itchy rash caused by direct contact with the substance. So. It really is something that I never thought of like 40 years into my life. You know what I'm saying? Like that smell, you know what I'm saying? is really killing our people. 
and that's nutty, bro. Because I don't they I don't think they're used in other communities like that. I can't imagine Asian women use hair relaxers. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong, but I don't. I don't no, know. I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I don't. They usually there's a black person on the box. Yeah, I mean, yeah. people of color who use it. Exactly, it's in that it's in that department of the store, yeah. the urban hair department or whatever. So you know what I'm saying? Like it uh, it's scary. It's one of those things where it's like if you don't pay attention. The government ain't gonna. I mean, now they are, but right. they had to like do a class action suit. That's you know what I'm saying? Just to get that type of attention, bro, is 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 nutty, man. Um, thoughts and prayers to anybody out there, and really, because thoughts and prayers also to people who you know might have done it, use it on themselves, but even more to like people who didn't have a choice in the matter, like. They might Kids. not even wanted to do it, and their mom's like, "Nah, you looking? Right. You ain't walking out with that nappy head." You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yeah, that's even worse because that that sucks. You didn't have a choice in the matter. You didn't have nothing to say, and it's affecting you as a as a woman right, right now in life. So thoughts and prayers definitely out to you, man. Uh, Spec, have you heard? There's been two wax figures this week that have come out, and they are looking <laughs> wild. Now they both are people named Dwayne, so maybe it's a maybe it's a pl- conspiracy. I didn't see the rock shit. Maybe if you named Dwayne, you ain't meant to have a wax figure, or maybe they wanted to hate on you. But yeah, I'm going to show you the rock, man. I'm going to show you the rock. The rock had a wax figure. This was out in France. They debuted the rock figure at uh, the rock wax figure at the Grevin Museum in Paris, France. And uh, one of the major things that people have pointed out, well, I'm going to just show you. You said you haven't seen it, so I think that's perfect. What do you think is the main issue when you see this picture right here, Spec? Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. What race is the rock? I've been wondering that for years, oh, but this is even <laughs> this has made things even more confusing. That's bro. flagrant right there. <laughs> That's flagrant. Somebody said they uh they put the rock's face on Vin Diesel. <laughs> that is flagrant. That is mm-hmm. wild, bro. They uh one of the things that the rock said in his first, in his post about it is that uh his team will be uh contacting them in <laughs> France and one of the first things that they are going to work on is the skin tone. Um somebody said it looks like the rock hadn't seen the sun a day in his life. <laughs> Y'all got to do better, France. Y'all got to do better. The official quote by the rock is for the record, I'm going to That's not team. a mistake. It doesn't feel like it that's feels not, like a white washer. It's yeah. not a mistake. It feels yeah, like, they, like they would definitely wanted history to remember The Rock as a white man. Uh, not but, a mistake. He said, for the record, I'm going to have my team reach out to our friends at the Grevin Museum in Paris, France, so we can work at updating my wax figure here uh, with some important details and improvements, starting with my skin color. And next time I'm in Paris, I'll stop and have a drink with myself. Uh, and that's The Rock being The Rock. Like, I, I do want everyone to still like me. Kind of like he's always running for president. But he probably don't like that shit at all. You know what I'm saying? But he got to get the PC answer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But you, Spec, respect the speculation. You really think that they did it, like, on purpose? Hell like, they yeah. thought it was that, just slipped through the cracks? And my he, dude, every, you don't, you, that, it's not even like, okay, it's slightly off. Yeah. It's just completely, like, they, they got, like, that white. Was the, like, that was the color it came and they, they forgot to do it. <laughs> Left it out in the sun too long. No, it's <laughs> just sat in the window too. No, that was on purpose. I want to say, is this the artist? Uh, I want to say, I think his name is Del. Yep, uh, Yevs, Y V E S, Yevs, right? Yevs, Del Manu. I mean, I probably messed his name up, but you messed the rock up, so yeah, I, can't, right. <laughs> I can't apologize. But uh, he said, uh, what do you he say here? Hold on, I had to quote a second ago. 
painting on wax is very complicated. It's a long process, like an oil painting. He explained that the artist worked on Johnson's skin texture using photographs and that the star looked different from one picture to the next. Come on now. It's 2023, nah. <laughs> How you going to take the biggest movie star in the world and be like, yo, we, how, we only got so many pictures of him? Lies. <laughs> yo, but uh, next up, oh, man. And then dude, the dude who painted him, he got the same last name as me. <laughs> His name is uh Frank Bruno. <laughs> Show him painting it all, the color looking all wrong and everything. Um, let's see this one a little Wayne man. Spec, <laughs> that's the best rapper alive, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's not gonna do it. Why I was like, so big, I first bro? said, I hope this ain't Madame Tussauds. Is this Madame Tussauds? I don't think any of them are Madame oh, Tussauds. Okay, because I'm like, nah, that's not great work. Because I want to say that might be overseas too. I want to say, let me see what Wheezy's response to it. But I want to say something in his response made me think that. Um, that one isn't as bad as The Rock. But um, yeah, I was like, oh, they could have did a better job. <laughs> Wheezy responded, sorry, Wax Museum, but that shit ain't me. <laughs> you tried though, and I appreciate the effort. <laughs> That's a prop. That's an appropriate response. Yeah, the head is too big. Even the dread. How you fuck up dreads? <laughs> Man, shout to Little Wayne. Shout shout to the Dwayne's out there, man. Show some love to the Dwayne's, man. Get they wax figures right. I do think it's gotta be hard to make a wax figure because they be messing them up a lot. Do they? I mean, I I feel like this ain't the first time I've heard of wax wax. Oh no 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 there. yeah yeah for sure I've heard you know them getting messed up. So I gotta be something to it, or you just be like it's just such an arduous process. You like with, yo. with Wheezy, I'll give them the pass. Not with the Rock. That would that would <laughs> that just seem flagrant and blatant. You ever you ever done something? And you work so long on it that you just like, yo, they gonna have to take it like F this. <laughs> they gonna have to take it like this, bro. <laughs> like I'ma dare them to say <laughs> to, to complain about it. Like, let's maybe we can slip this through the cracks. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I seen man. something the other day, sidebar. It was a, it was they, they, you know, how you, uh, I guess a museum will contract a painter mm -hmm. or artist to do a, a piece, right? And I want to say I'm messing the, the the facts up here, but I want to say it was supposed to be like a, a a piece that was a representation about like hunger or poverty, mm -hmm. something like that, right? Like just people doing without. And the artist returned just two blank canvases, and was like, "Boom, that's <laughs> that's <poverty. Okay. laughs> that's hunger right there, okay. baby." And they are suing the shit out of him right now. <laughs> but he might have a case. What makes it art? You know what I'm there's something called abstract mm -hmm. art. You know what I'm if saying? you didn't like, put in the contract that I have to put paint strokes to right. canvas, guess what? This is hunger, baby. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got nothing in your belly. What the fuck? That's what this represents. Ribs is touching, nigga. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. These artists out here, uh, man, they getting uh, out of hand, man. <laughs> Spec, before we get up out of here, man, I got, I got a couple more for you. But um, something I saw that's, that caught my attention is something that I want to talk about here because we got this platform here at Perfect Talk Podcast. Have you heard California created a new law uh, with an alert system to find missing black youth and women? As you know, uh, black kids and women go missing in this country, and it's one of you know the higher numbers of unsolved. Um, missing person cases. Right. Um, don't get the uh, the Amber Alert attention typically. Don't get the the news media attention the same way that you know some some missing uh, some of their missing counterparts of different mm -hmm. races. So California has created something known as the Ebony Alert okay. um, that will contact 
California always leading the way. They really are, right? <laughs> as much as they be getting at Newsome, you know what I'm saying? Like he be he be doing some things, but um, I I don't hate this. It's it's for finding people, finding youth and women, black youth and women between the ages of 12 and 25. Which I wish that age range was a little bit further on both sides. Right. I wish it went, you know, as young as young kids. Because I don't think I've ever 40. seen a black Amber Alert. In fact, remember that young girl that was missing up here a Two couple weeks of weeks ago? ago? That was, I think, that might have been like the first or second time my phone has ever given me an Amber Alert. And it was twice that day that it did that. So In I, life? I want to say, yeah. Oh, okay. I want to say, yeah. But um, this is called... <laughs> See, now it makes it feel like the names are weird now. Because I want to say when this old person's missing, I want to think, I think it's called a Silver Alert. Okay. I want to look that up. But this is called the Ebony Alert and... um. I didn't like that. That was the only beef I had with it. Ebony alert, like yeah, <laughs> you it, couldn't come it, up it with nothing. You think of porn? Well, yeah. no. Until you until you said that, but now you meant that is the only place I ever hear that category be referenced. You are hundred percent right, but I did not even think it made me feel just like uh, y'all couldn't do nothing better. But then I was like. But Amber sounds like a white girl. A white girl, so, so I was like, they can't do a Keisha oh, like alert. A Keisha alert. <laughs> <laughs> because it sa- that sounds racist. <laughs> it does. Okay, so it's like... Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know, like, yeah, it, it, damned if you do, damned if you don't yeah, with the yeah. name of the alert. Because I thought, I thought Ebony was like, hey, this is the best they could do. They got an NAACP, you know, take it back to old... But then you said the point, and I'm like, you right. <laughs> you right about that, man. But um, now I got to, like you said, give props to California, give props to... Anything that could find missing um, black youth and women in this For country, sure. because it's it's something that you know we 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 had a spotlight on it a couple months ago with the Carly Carly something fucked it up. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Carly Richardson, but I know I think I'm messing her last name up. But you know I'm talking, I'm I'm a flash face on the screen right now. Y'all remember she was smiling in the mugshot. She uh faked like she was missing for a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. Yeah, Carly. We, we remember Carlitha, whatever your name is. We remember you. You know what I'm saying? But that was messed up. Oh, she got sentenced to jail time too, right? I know they I don't know if she actually got jail time. Did I, I didn't keep up certain, with the sentencing. Yeah, I know she did certain, get arrested. They, they did give her, um, not crazy time, but... Carly Russell. That was Carly Russell. I'm about to look yeah. it up, man. Carly I believe Russell. she did get like um, a little bit of time in jail. Hope oh. I ain't making shit up. <laughs> They said the judge recommends uh one year in jail, but I don't. That was of October 11th. So she found guilty. I don't think they sentenced her yet. She's gonna have to pay eighteen thousand in restitution though. Eighteen, damn. She's <laughs> gonna be working for a while. That is crazy. She's rustled to pay eight hundred thirty-one for each misdemeanor charge, plus over seventeen thousand in restitution. She's facing up to a year in jail on charges. So I don't think they sentenced her yet. It looks like this was that was two weeks ago. So they'll probably give her a year, probably less than that though. Mm. I, I can't imagine. Let me see the other oh, silver alert. I want to say it is that I've seen that when an old person's missing. Like I've seen that on the highway. Like they'll say their age and the car that they were driving or something like that. Right. Yep, that's when a person is missing and they, they might suffer from Alzheimer's disease, dementia, or other things. Um. So yeah, once again, shout to uh. California. Now you know I was thinking with the Carly Russell thing too. She's smiling in her mugshot, and you know what I mean. Now she she got to do that time. That that Trump lawyer was smiling in her mugshot. I don't know if you seen it in Georgia, the white one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah she just it. she just pled this week too. She she uh she took a little plea deal. Yeah, <laughs> it's not looking good. Quite a few people have taken plea deals. They caving. <laughs> they caving, man. Uh, before we get out of here, spec. Have you heard? Uh, actually, this is more so. 
things I've seen on the internet, man. I gotta, I gotta play the audio for you. Let me see if I can find it here. It's my man Michael Irvin, right? He's on. Uh, what is he on now? Um, Undisputed, is it called? Uh, is, I'm not sure. Yeah, it was Skip Bayless, right? It was the one that Shannon was on. I want to okay, say. Yep. Yeah. So Michael Irvin, he's one of the 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 hosts that um have have come on there. With, I think Richard Sherman's on there. Little Wayne appears on there sometimes. Um, he was talking about his son, and I think this they were doing it in like a reference to the John Morant situation going on. Mm-hmm. And just you know, not not you know, I me mean, everything that John Morant been facing the past couple months. And Michael Irvin was basically saying how kids nowadays. No matter where they come from, you know, whatever background, uh, they, they just want to emulate this street lifestyle. But he was using his son as an example. Now, his son is a rapper. Okay. And uh, I'll play the audio for you. We'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. I got a son. He he, he raps. His, his rap name is Tut Tarantino. If you ever listen <laughs> to some of his raps, I'm like, oh, my God. Where does this come from, son? You grew up in a gated community your whole life, but he's rapping my life because we romanticize and fantasize about that old thug life, ghetto life and all of that stuff. When, when, when we, when we used to work to get away from it, now we've gotten to a place somehow we're running back towards it in the music and everything. Now you want to hear what his son is spitting? Okay. <laughs> Let's see what Tut Tarantino bring to the table. When I touch me a meal, I'm still gonna be hungry. Still in the street, still making that money. I don't want death, you're just gonna get funny. No, I can't hear it, you're just gonna get funny. I'm gonna make it plays with my nine like I'm running. I'm gonna get my night time. In fact, I've been moving that car to me, Bob. I just said, can't you still bring in the cargo? I'm getting so much money, this shit ain't fair. While running them racks, I'm left taking the air. I'm running my chest all the way in the air. This money on me. What a lot of these artists are putting out nowadays. No, it sounds like it. So the fact that his pops put him on blast like that. Well, I mean, because he said, I mean, you grew up in a gated community. What you talking about right now? So respect the speculation, because we would have never played Tut Tarantino on this podcast if Michael Irvin didn't bring him up. So good publicity or bad publicity? Get pops. Well, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, no such thing. <laughs> so Tut Tarantino. Because Tut done got some some views now. You gonna take them spins? You gonna take? You gonna take? You like damn pop? This how you gotta shout me out, man. You got that platform. That people gonna listen to him now. Yeah, he gonna some. He got a fan. He definitely is somebody out there who ain't know about him that will now go through the catalog and and. And, and everybody we, ain't gonna know that he Michael Irvin's son. And uh, so if you just listen to the music, I mean, it sounds just like all the other stuff. So all he gotta do is make one hot song. That's the bad part about rap, right? It's like it's it's supposed to have this backdrop of thug, you know what I mean? And and it is a dangerous job. Rappers die, right. you know what I'm saying, all the time. Um, but you know what I mean. I wish we lived in a world where he could just embrace who he is. A rich kid and make, but still be able to make music. You know yeah, what I'm saying? No, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it's a lack no. of creativity where it's like now I have to take on a different lifestyle. He probably there's probably people who like Diddy's son. Probably people who would love to be the son of a billionaire, mm-hmm. son of a millionaire. So embrace that. You know what I'm saying? But like they, what are they? We got to make it sound like the game. Right, I mean, who, I, I mean, I don't know that I want to hear that. Like. They, what you going I don't with? know. I don't have an example of it to think whether it'd be good Well, no, or bad, no, no, yeah. no, no. I, let me take that back. 
because it can work. You just have to be talented, right? You Talent can't just, outweighs everything. Yeah. Right. You can't just go spit. If if you're not gonna come with no street, you know, stuff, then you're gonna have to. I mean, because you, you're gonna be talking about you know women or or men if you if you like that, you know, the money, you know, your lifestyle. That was those gonna be the three things that you rap about. And so if you're nice enough, you can make it all sound entertaining enough without all the street stuff. Yeah, I, I want to say I want I, I want to, but I don't got the example of it like you said to to really bring it. Because really, I mean, you know what I think all the time is like he's gonna get into like beef and they're gonna be like <laughs> his real name is Clarence and Clarence got both his parents. And so they had here's a real the perfect example. <laughs> um, I, I'll use Aubrey. Oh, you right? I mean, like, and he's the biggest rapper in the game. Yeah, he's a rapper. But, I mean. Yeah, no, to go ahead. And, and he will. I mean, every now and again, I mean, at the end of the day, you don't have to have grown up in the hood to, okay, you are a man, so you can talk about, don't test me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I will bust your ass. That has nothing to do with that's universal. Street. That's universal. Right, right. That so, happens in the suburbs. <laughs> so you there, there is stuff. There is content. You don't have to resort to the streets. Then, but you're going to have to be talented if you ain't going to be talking about shoot them up, bang, bang stuff. What I, so yeah, no, you you just made a good, really good point. What I think works for Drake is he's always embraced himself in the sense of he's not afraid afraid to clown himself. Not afraid or at all. Like yeah, that. yeah, he could get on stage and and be a little goofy, mm-hmm. but it works, and that makes it. Oh, he's kind of more like us, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, oh damn, we relatable. Can do that. Yeah, a hundred percent. And so when he does spit something, maybe a little bit more gangster, maybe something like, come on, you know, you ain't doing that. We don't mind it. Because we're you've already shown us who you are, right? You know if that makes. And I like, also yeah. don't mind it because I know like he'll spit that, but I know he's not the one. Do- he has he has people around him, and so as far as I'm concerned, when you are the boss, so he is the boss because mm-hmm. he's the breadwinner, right? You can talk as if this is me. I'm doing this to you. It's not technically me, but my people are me, and so. You cross me, you gonna get your ass bust. Chill out, young thug. <laughs> That's how Jeffrey got caught up, man. <laughs> Tarantino, I was about to say follow Specs advice, but do not actually <laughs> embrace your lifestyle type or become Drake. <laughs> That's my advice, man. Yo, Spec, that is another episode in the books, my brother. Where can my people find you out on social media? Nowhere. Cannot find Spec. Nowhere. <laughs> But you can find your boy, DJ Playboy, on X at DJ Playboy. You can find me on Twitter. No, no, excuse me. You can find me on Instagram at Plickapeasy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Follow Perfect Talk on uh, Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. And check out the website, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. A lot of big things coming in the new year. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get it popping for y'all right there. Every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, wherever, YouTube, the big one, you know what I'm saying? Like, hit that follow button, spec, what they got to do? Make sure you smash that like button, people. You know what I'm saying? And that subscribe button, all of that, you know what I'm saying? You heard it from Macho Man Randy Savage himself, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, check us out. We doing big things, man. Make sure you uh, hop in the comments. Make sure you show some love. Actually, hold on. I got a comment for y'all. I told y'all I was going to showcase a comment. Let us know what you think, people. Yeah, yeah. hop in the comments. Let me see. Somebody made a comment. I seen I was like, I want to shine some light on that, man. Um, it was on the last episode that we had dropped comment from. 
Paige Foster 8396. Paige Foster 8396 said, uh, congrats on your daughter's achievement. Because I was talking about how uh, young Marissa got eighth place in that in that okay. track event that she had did. So you said, congrats on your daughter's achievement. You made the important points. I happen to agree with you about Drake, about Khaled and Drake regarding the comparison with Tupac. I mean, think of who his mom is. He was raised by example, at least to speak up. Uh, and this was on the episode I had spoken about uh, Drake and Khaled not speaking about the conflict in Israel. So, you know what I mean? Y'all can go check that out right here. You know what I mean? Go check that out on YouTube if you want to go. And hop in the comments. Let us know what you think. And do it. Should they say something? Are they allowed to be quiet? You know what I mean? I want to know how y'all feel. So, go check that out. And, uh, Spec, NBA's back, man. You been checking out any? You yes, sir. Been yeah. watching all them games. I know you ain't watching no West Coast game. You staying up for them West Coast? I tried. I was, <laughs> I was asleep by the second quarter. You did what you could do, man. What, what, who you think is taking it this year? Who's your, who's your oh, early picks? Too I, early? I, it's too early. Too early it's to too tell? Early. <laughs> <laughs> we just enjoying it, man. Um, I'm still, I'm rocking out football season heavy. You know what I'm saying? It's been great. It's, it's an exciting season so far. We halfway, almost halfway through it if we're not at the halfway point right now. It's flying by. We're going to be usher on stage before we know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you excited for that? That halftime show? I don't think I spoke yeah, to you about sure. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um always looking forward to a, a hip-hop artist um, getting the chance to perform and be on that stage. I think anybody not excited for Usher just is not from that era. But he's going to convert a lot of fans, I, I, I think. So, something I'll be going to want to see. And, uh... Yeah, man. Yo, I had a long week. I am ready to end it. Let's, uh... Let's... TGIF, people. Spec, we up out of here. Let's go enjoy the week, the weekend, whatever. Whatever y'all about to get into, go enjoy it, man. And we up out of here, man. Peace. Oh, happy Halloween, too. Yes, happy, happy Halloween, Halloween. Tell them like Macho Man. Hit, hit him with the sunglasses one more time, bro. <laughs> Cream of the crowd. Happy Halloween, people. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like Chris Rock. Happy Halloween! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, happy Halloween. We about here, man. Peace. Spread love is the Brooklyn way, man. We about here. <laughs>